Grow Show, live from Nova Scotia, Canada. Your number one stop for all things cannabis. My name is Ray. And I'm Pache. Wow, I grew two pounds. 1,100 grams. This is Plant Therapy Live. Welcome, Cannabis Army, to the show that teaches you how to tip the cannabis scales in your favor like a two-ton sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Pache, are you ready for another great show? I am fired up. I'm ready, buddy. And listen, happy, uh, happy belated birthday, by the way. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate it. I'm fired up because we have uh, over 4,000 downloads now. And yeah. we've also, yeah, we've also introduced Italy and Rome and somewhere in the middle of the fucking Indian Ocean somewhere too, Pache. I can't quite pinpoint it, but uh, that's crazy. Love yes, us. love us. Yes. So welcome to all the new uh, Cannabis Army members. And sometimes everybody pops up so fast, it's hard to tell where uh, all the new listeners are from. So thank you for joining the family here. We keep getting bigger and bigger each week. So let's go. Let's grow. Pache, how are you this week? I'm doing good, man. Uh, the week flew by. I am loving springtime. Uh, the East Coast of Canada in the spring is phenomenal. Ooh. So I've Absolutely. been uh, getting the garden beds ready outside, doing a lot of uh, raking of dead grass and that around the yard. Um, yeah, so uh, just getting things ready for a, a really nice end of spring and gearing up for summer, summertime. Love it. And we are still giving away the Diablo Nutrients uh, swag box, Pache, with some things and some nutrients. Why don't you tell the Cannabis Army what's up with that? Absolutely. So go on over to planttherapy.live and on the left hand side, uh, click our Facebook button and then give us a like. And then once we get to 100 likes and we're getting close, I think we're up in the high 80s. Uh, yes. We're going to give away some Diablo Nutrients products that they were so kind enough to uh, to give to us. Yeah, so, we yeah. have never been, we have never been so close. 12 likes remaining, and then we can finally mm -hmm. put this contest to bed. Pache, you're going to give us an update tonight. Rumor has it that you're getting close to harvest. Uh, on I have four plants. One I've sort of set off first and that's the only one that i've grown naturally i haven't done any pruning i've just sort of grown it like a christmas tree um so that one i'm okay. going to be harvesting in about a week and uh, i'm growing the same strain in I'm doing three plants in another five by five tent and uh and that one we've just flipped that one to flower i'm into that one two weeks now and uh and things are going really well you know um although i'm running out of out of room i i grew them too tall you know that's uh it's going to be a lesson learned for me for sure um yeah i just i got to a certain point and i didn't have the time to do my low stress training and by the time i did they were tall and then now that they're into the stretch uh after flipping the the light cycle they're really stretching a lot um and so it was so bushy um, I had to do a, an early pruning, you know, I like to do the pruning at day 21 and, uh, I think this is day 13 or 14. And mm -hmm. so, <clears throat> yeah, I had to prune a little bit early, but I'm using some, uh, a new product, um, from Diablo. It's, um, their stunt. Uh, 
and it's supposed to convert the plant from growing vertically to growing horizontally, so growing more uh, girth. And uh, it, it sort of initiates that flowering sequence. Uh, so you use that. I started using that four days before I flipped a flower and they say to use it for the first three weeks four maybe depending on the strain. So we'll see how that goes. I think I'm probably going to go the four because I'm really running out of room. I don't have much more height to go. So <clears throat> that's definitely a lesson learned. And uh, <clears throat> excuse I'm me. getting close my uh, getting close myself uh, as well to harvest. Um, it, it's a great time for both of us. And it's kind of a good buildup really to the mm -hmm. end of season three uh, and with our grows. Um, I snatched up uh, some of this 33% THC content uh, stuff, Pache, before we went camping. Yeah, you it's were telling me. It, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they call it Biscotti Sunday. Hmm. I like it already. Yeah. So shout out to Eastcan uh, for this quality product. We had some today. Um, got me left, right, and center. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, just wanted to give them uh, a quick shout out. But why don't you get uh, into a full update for us this week, Pache? Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I was sort of saying was uh, now I'm doing low stress training now that I flipped a flower. I'm using the stunt product, uh, using the push uh, on two of my three plants that I've just flipped. Um and so I also wanted to let people know that I, I'm adding molasses now uh, from the Diablo lineup. It's their liquid curb. Um, I'm adding the frost for more, um, a lot more trichomes. And, and how I do it is uh, they sort of go through two feedings a week. The first feeding is the nutrient feeding with micro grow and bloom. Uh, I also add frost and push. And just recently I've added the stunt as well. Uh, Plus, I also include the molasses or the uh, the liquid carb. And so mm -hmm. they all go together in one feeding. Uh, of course, I always pH uh, everything afterwards to mid to high sixes. And then uh, usually th three to four days later, depending on how the plant is, is reacting to the environment. And then I usually feed them with a, a mix of uh, water. Uh, and, and all the water is RO water reverse osmosis. Um, and then I add in CalMag and then the Monster Max, which is to feed those uh, the microbes in the soil and um, allow for more nutrient uptake. And uh, again, I always pH afterwards to the mid to high sixes. Yeah, but I do like to, you know, range up the pH a bit. Um, yeah, so things are going really well and uh, stacking nicely, getting lots of... Uh, My favorite word. What, stacking? Stacking. Yeah, they're, they are. They're stacking really, really nice. I'm actually adding another scrognet um, <clears throat> just to sort of really place my stems and colas where I want them to be for the next, you know, we still have another eight weeks to go before harvest of those three. Awesome. So what about you, buddy? What's going on with you and your, uh, and your grows? Well, you know, commercially, uh, as you are aware, we have been uh, setting up the lights. We, we have all the mounting hardware in place uh, and pretty much about half of the lights, uh, lights a little over half of the lights uh, hung in the room. So okay. we're slowly getting there, but there's going to be a slight delay in getting our new no. uh, genetic 
Yeah, so, you know, we don't like glaze, but there's not much w- w- we can do yeah, control-wise really. there. But um, it looks like they'll be here in a little bit less than a month. So we'll keep everybody updated as that happens. And we're still working on the tables, too. We're working on some environmental things. We just got some uh, new wireless sensors installed into different zones in the room and, you know, with a hub so we can do remote monitoring. So we kind of got some of that stuff uh, set up as well. So still rebuilding. Yes, more to come. Uh, Yes, as well to that. But uh, personally, Pache, I did a little bit of a test, took some samples today, and I'm pretty much about 95% cloudy. Okay, so you know I'm getting very close to my my sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Um, But crazy observation came up today when I was looking at the uh, underside of one of the the bud leaves, um, Pache, from a sample that I took. And let me tell you, the trikes under there were pretty dense. Um, Nice. Really stood out. Yeah, I think I sent you a picture um earlier today but i hope that's a a sign of good things to come um also one of the sneaky little plants actually tipped over on me today (laughs) i didn't even realize what a noise it made when it crashed behind me um yeah these nugs are much bigger than the mint chocolate chip they're not as big as the donkey cocks that uh that that you grow but uh, (laughs) i am very happy pushing the limits of the 400 watt hps and Pache, uh, with my past birthday and the gifts received, I'm actually very close now uh, on my SF4000. So within the next week or so, I'm going to be ordering an additional oh. one for my home. Nice, so, uh, dude. That's yeah, awesome. I know. So next grow, because um, I'm a couple of weeks away now, week maybe two weeks away. So next grow should be done under an SF4000. So I'll be pretty excited to see what that can do in my setup uh, at home with the DWC. So that's the very. I'm really looking forward to, to observing this. Absolutely. So we'll get into that uh, as soon as it happens. In the meantime, it's time for question of the week. First, we medicate, then we educate. Ha ha ha, Yes, sir. You know what to do. Here we go. I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for that one. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. <coughs> yeah, And that, sir. Was at, that was at 33% uh, Biscotti Sunday. <clears throat> yes, I love it. What is the question of the week? The question of the week. Why do various cannabis strains taste and smell so different? I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I always wondered this too when I first, uh, you know, got a little bit of experience smoking a couple of different mm-hmm. strains. You know, when I first started, um, why that that was a thing, right? I'm sure it's common for most people at some point to question this as well. But I mean, it's all because of the terps, you know. And you know, I'll I'll, I'll credit the you know commercial cannabis industry for really bringing terps to to light, right? Because I don't think there was a lot of talk about it before cannabis became legal no right? it's always been about the high you know mm-hmm. how high do you does it get you yeah and science i mean sure i'm sure science now that uh, it, it has increased right now that the 
restrictions uh, have been laxed, that maybe they're identifying more things at a rapid pace, which is also, um, you know, quite possible. I didn't go back and look and see when some of these things were, were identified, but uh, but the, but they're naturally occurring compounds found in plants and animals, Bajay. So um, I'm assuming these would have been identified quite some time ago and because they're not specific to cannabis, right? Mm-hmm. They actually govern like the smell and the color and the flavor of, uh, of certain vegetation and cannabis is no different. Um, and that's, what's really ultimately responsible between the, um, smell and taste differences between, uh, strains. They're found in the trikes, right? That's mm-hmm. where they're stored. Um, and a lot of the time they're not just, you know, flavorful and, and, and odorful, but they're medicinal and therapeutic. Um, and I think that's an important note for everybody in the cannabis army to know why it's important that you store cannabis properly. Pache, can you get your terps back if you lose them? No, sir. Once they're gone, they're gone. That's it. You got to protect so, them. Exactly. Um, we know of about 120 different terps at this point, right? That's so there's crazy. a lot going Yeah, there's a lot going on in Terpville, actually. It really is. Yeah. Um, so we're going to break down a little bit. I mean, there's tons of different ones. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about the common ones, Pache, and what some of their properties are. Uh, real talk for the Cannabis Army right now, Pache. And would you have it any other way? No, sir. I love it. I'm ready um, to crack the first jar. Yeah. And well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <sighs> I, I got a fun fact here. Okay. Fun fact. Did you know that up to 40% of your terpenes can be lost to evaporation during the first seven days after curing if you don't store your cannabis properly? I did not know that, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just just to really hit home the, uh, the importance, right? You want to hmm. keep your cannabis in jars. You want to monitor your humidity. Um, and, Pachi, what are you shooting for? About 60%. I sh- I have uh, two way humidity pack control humidity packs. Uh, they're sixty two percent, but mm-hmm. I I'm still learning, right? And I mm-hmm. I've been over drying, and so I've been going down to to fifty percent in my first couple grows, and then I was able to get the humidity back up to the high fifties, like in low sixties, like sixty percent. Um, I with my purple Kush. I made a, a real mistake in the first three days and I did not adjust the exhaust fan. And mm-hmm. so it was just pulling out at full strength. Um, instead of, you know, level two or three, it was pulling out at level 10. Um, and so I, I over dried it. And so now I have some jars that are in, in the 55% range, uh, which is great. I'm going to save them to last. Uh, but I have other jars that are in the 40 and 30% range. Um, you know, I'm smoking the 40% range now, the third, anything in the thirties, they're all just going to go into the hash maker. Okay. Okay. Well, um, you got lots going on in that department. Mm. Um, but I did ask you to grab a couple of jars, and I know you're getting ready to sniff them here. But um, I do want to have you sniff them. But here's here's kind of what I'm looking to do. Um, 
I'd like to have you sniff a couple of different strains. Let us know kind of some of the some of the the tones that that you're picking up. And I have a uh, a website here at theamazingflower.com, which I think has done an amazing job actually of listing a lot of the a lot of the terps and a lot of the descriptions and a lot of the medicinal properties. And let's see if we can identify some of the terps that you have in your own okay. cannabis that you've grown at home. So what do you have first? Okay, so first up, <clears throat> this is um, White Widow. This is my second grow. Um, and so this has been probably well, close to a year, I guess. No. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, close to a year. So For curing. Of curing, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, um, I've got two-way humidity control pack, 62%. Um, and so let's... And I haven't opened it in probably a couple months. So. Oh. Love the pop. Wow, the smell is just really strong and really hit you. Oh, my God. That smells so good. Oh, my God. Hang on. I'm trying to talk, but I'm just enjoying it so much. Earthy, piney. Nine out of ten for intensity for sure. Ooh. Earthy and piney. It smells clean. Okay, so it's uh, maybe a ten out of ten for intensity. Hang on. Oh, yeah, it smells really clean, like really piney. Uh, well, maybe the, a little bit of citrus, but not a lot. Like the classic, you know, the pining <sighs> is one of the you know, one of the more common terps and uh, it's, it's got a classic pine aroma Pache and it's pretty much the only one. Um, well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You're it, picking it, up one of them anyway. It definitely is definitely, it, it reminds me of like, there's a, a product here in, in Canada, Mr. Clean. Um, it kind of reminds me of that a bit, little bit. And then there's a strong sweet smell, like sort of in there too, mixed in. I didn't smell the sweet smell right away, but I'm, I'm getting it now. <clears throat> Pining is actually the most common naturally occurring terpene on earth. Really? Yeah. It's good for focus, memory retention, and a, a whole list of medical properties here as well, Pache. Oh, dude, it smells so good. I can't stop. <laughs> now, with the earthy and the sweet that you're picking up on there, um, yeah. this looks like carrying, Pache. And you know what? I, I'm finding this quite easy to do here based on the descriptions that you're providing me as well um looks like carrying which is earthy and sweet is also good for memory retention and a whole list of other medical benefits uh as well very interesting yeah i'm getting a bit of a fruity smell now that i like i'm I'm, i've been smelling it over and over and over again and now i'm starting to pick up a little bit of fruitiness too you know, with a hundred and different, a hundred and twenty different types of terps, I mean, it wouldn't be surprised if there's many different ones here. Oh, and yeah, you know, you know, maybe odors of ones that have you know come and gone now because it's had a year to cure, mm-hmm. or maybe ones that have yet to be un unsmelled. Yeah, it's uh, that was wonderful. Oh my goodness, like that's. Uh, do you know what it's uh, this is going to sound funny but I um, it may have to do with the uh, the bong I just hit but um, like I, I 
also I'm, I've just been breathing in through my nose. So I have lots of oxygen and I feel very clear headed. And, uh, that was so nice. It was so pleasurable to just put your nose in the jar and just sort of <laughs> smell and enjoy and just try to decipher and pick apart. Oh, yeah. trust me. We could tell. <laughs> we could definitely tell. The, yes, sir. And the cannabis early goes wild. Everybody knew. Uh, that's funny. Okay. So that was White Widow. That was White Widow. That, yeah. That was okay. So a White Widow review here mm-hmm. based on your, your very, dis- you know, descript um, information here. We, it sounds like we've identified pinene. Okay, which is the most naturally occurring terpene on earth. And with another couple of uh, quick sniffs, uh, also um, caring is what I'm calling, Pache, based on your descriptions. That's wrapping up White Widow. What else do you have? Okay, so this is my most recent grow that um, this is my purple kush. And uh, so this has been in this has been curing since. Hmm. I can't remember when now. It's not that long. It wasn't that long. So it's not that long. Oh, a few it's months, probably. Yeah, just probably around yeah. Christmas time. Yeah, probably around Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here we're gonna pop the jar. So I'm using a 1.9 liter. Or what's that? 1.9 liter is that half a gallon? I think it's about half a gallon glass mason jar, wide mouth mason jar. That didn't have quite the pop that the White Widow had, but that's uh, to be expected. So not quite as strong. I love how it sounds like he's taking a bong hit here and blowing it out. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how much is, is uh, getting picked up from the microphone, to be honest. <clears throat> oh, a lot. Really? Okay. <laughs> It's definitely a strong, woody, almost pungent smell, like right off the hop. What well, smells really good? Like it's oh, I think it's kicking off my saliva gland a little bit. Hmm. There's a there's almost like a hint. Like a candy type of sweetness that's that's sort of creeping in. It's diff- it's a different type of sweetness than the White Widow had. Oh, it's really enticing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm picking up maybe something like a terp terpinoline. I, I don't have the, any idea what you're talking uh, about. Just, <laughs> looking at the chart here at the amazingflower.com, Pache, oh, you're saying kind of woodsy, but also a little bit. I'm picking up a little bit of a uh, just as the faintest hint. I didn't I didn't get it at first, but I'm just getting it now. It's uh, it's like just a hint, just a, a, a it's almost like it's layered the the smells mm-hmm. um, it's like just a hint of black licorice and and I'm wondering if that's part of the genetics or if it's um, the liquid Ooh. herb that molasses that I, I've added to this to this grow Pache when you say licorice in your description this sounds like a terpene called anethol 
Well, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Based on the description here, there's one that's tagged with a licorice type, oh. um, licorice type odor. So I'm assuming that that's anethol. Uh, this is right up your alley, Pache. This one, it's a sedative and a sleep aid. And wasn't that the goal? Yeah. Of, Interesting. Uh, yeah, said yeah. and, and and some other things here as well, some other medical oh, benefits. Dude, it smells like happiness. And I think I forget the description you used in the beginning, but I have terp terpinoline uh tagged here as well, which also exists in limes and rosemary, which I think is uh a little bit a uh, little bit interesting. But it really should be this easy, right? And a lot of these terpenes have medical benefits. And if you're somebody that's starting to use cannabis, grow cannabis, make make things from cannabis to use, you know, medically, there's a lot of things going on with the terpenes. And uh, I think it's important, you know, if you're looking to identify um, what you have, um, you know, to kind of go through this little process, Pache, what do you think? Uh, well, I mean, I've never done anything like this before. Um, the, the names in that that you're using are, you know, complex and not really relevant to me. I mean, it's co- super cool and I'm going to, lo- uh, you're going to send me that link and I'm going to definitely check it out because I, uh, I, I was really impressed that you were able to tie what I was saying and the descriptions um, from what I was smelling and picking up to things that you were reading. Like that's, uh, yeah, I think they made, I think they made it pretty easy here, you know, to do this. Uh, I'm certainly not going to take uh, any type of credit for that. Uh, again, the amazing their terp chart here looks dynamite. Nice. It looks easy to read. And as you were kind of going through the process and we were capturing it live for the cannabis army, um, you know, I just picked up on the keywords that you were describing. And, and ironically enough, the the pairs of keywords that you were describing, you know, on one jar were lining up with pairs <laughs> of keywords that are here in this chart. So I think that's crazy. Um, it, yeah, I think it's a testament for the, you know, for the <laughs> validity of the data that was used, right, to get this information and to be able to just go through this process and, and to do this kind of live and to, to catch, you know, exactly what you're picking up on i mean I, I think it's a great exercise and i think people can learn from this because you don't always get the right answer when you you, you sit in front of google and you start to search for whatever your specific symptom is and if you're looking at cannabis to potentially treat that specific symptom you don't always get the information that you're looking for and not all things are the same for everybody involved mm-hmm. either right like things have different people react differently to, to to different things and a lot of these terpenes here in this list have a lot of the same medicinal you know, they're kind of there's different classes here and they all kind of have medicinal properties that are similar within the same class. Mm-hmm. Um, so although one may not work, there may be something else in the same class that is a little bit uh, more appropriate. Papachi, we're going to have to leave this conversation open. Um, the reason, you know, I really wanted to do this kind of open to open it up tonight with this topic is because it came up uh, in a conversation that, that you know, that I had uh, on a camping trip this weekend with regards to terpenes. Um, 
And, uh, you know, I just uh, it's something interesting that I think even the most, um, you know, intermediate or even advanced cannabis grower might not have too much information on at this point. So let's leave this one open. Absolutely. You know, it sort of reminds me of when I smell freshly cut grass in the springtime. And, you know, it just it gives me that nostalgic feeling like, oh, I, you know, it's it's everything is coming alive and it just it feels good. And, you know, just a few whiffs from either of those jars. I, I was feeling just <laughs> fantastic and it just made me so happy and you know I could feel sort of the, the smile creep up, creep across my face which you <laughs> might have been able to hear oh yeah 100% <laughs> um, the other point I wanted to make is, is there's 120 ish terps right now I'm sure they're going to uncover more as time goes on Pache. oh yeah the more you we know, learn it's just incredible Right. So, you know, that's why I think, you know, even more specifically, um, maybe in the future, we'll come back and kind of revisit some of these terps or maybe one or two and, and kind of talk a little bit more in depth from a medical perspective, because I think there's uh, lots of information here that that's worth taking a sift through for our cannabis army. But uh, I'm glad we got a chance to talk a bit about this and, uh, you know, kind of ha how we can we can do this. Pache, do you have anything else for us this week? No, I just uh, hope everybody has a great week coming up. Uh, enjoy it. Be safe. Be good to each other. And, uh, you know, stay lit. Stay uh, stay safe. Take care. Awesome. All right, Pache. Until I see you again next week, take care, Cannabis Army. Bye. My name is Ray. And I am Pache. Head on over to Facebook and search Plant Therapy Live and go ahead and smash that like button. To all the beginner growers out there, be sure to go back and listen to season one because there's lots of good stuff there. Just go to planttherapy.live. Take care, everybody. Have a good week. This is Plant Therapy Live. Over and over. This is Plant Therapy Live. Anytime, 24-7, check it out. Turn your average grow into a savage grow. Of four plants. Close to 700 grams the first grow. 640 grams the second grow. 1,100 grams the third grow. Find out how he does it and more. Each week, we answer a question from a grower just like you. My name is Ray. And I'm Pache. Oh, there is all fresh edits all for you. Plant Therapy Live.